Hey, it's Graham. Our past in-depth guests have shared so many inspirational stories about overcoming adversity and tackling the darkest and most challenging times in their lives. We're sharing one of those moments in today's Thursday podcast in the hope that it provides a blueprint for any difficulties you might be facing. This week, Bernard Hopkins. I want to take you back to your younger days when you were a boy growing up. What was life like for you growing up? Challenging. Um, How so? You had to make choices, and the choices was nine out of ten, the wrong one. Now that you, now that I realize as years went on that when I was younger, I had to, un, I had to really adapt to what. Uh, four sisters, three brothers, oldest boy, that it was two sets of people in the neighborhood. One no in-between. Now, I'm not talking about mother and father. Don't even put them in it. I'm saying kids, young adults, older people, as we say old heads. There was the side that was lambs, and there were sides that clearly was wolves. I seen how the lamb was being treated. I seen how the wolf was being respected. Well, with an amateur record, with the reputation of being tough, uh, could be mean guy just by the stare, the wolf side was the best side to be on because to me, compared to this side, they always look scared and shivery. And it seemed like this side always had the respect from the girl that everybody wants to talk to, all the way up to the young adults, not necessarily the parents, but the young adults that's older than us. You have to find your position. And if you go on the wrong side, you will be tested. Because yes, there's the lambs, tries to be a wolf. No one wants to say that they are lamb. You get exposed whether your hat was taken, your shoes was taken, your money was taken, your lunch money. Your jacket is December cold. That was the choice that was there. And I chose to be the wolf for many, many years. You were the second of eight children. Your uh, father, Bernard Sr., was a sanitation worker. Your mother, Shirley, worked odd jobs. How much of a struggle was it for your parents to support all eight children? Well, it was. But it was more of a struggle even to raise me because I think with all the seven with the sisters and my brother. And of course, one of my brothers, Michael, got killed. But raising me, it's like raising 10 people because I was just as determined and focused and disciplined on the other side. And the same energy and the same determination that I had then, I can go back 20 plus years and remember how disciplined and focused 
I wanted to be the baddest bad guy in the neighborhood. Your parents, uh, I understand, smoked, drank, did, did drugs. Yes, yes. How my did father, that impact you? My well, first, day, first of all, you're correct. Uh, my mother was more of a drinker. Um, I never see her use drugs, but my father, he, uh, he shot heroin, um, uh, dope. Um, I found needles, I found bottle caps that was burnt underneath. Later I'll find out what it was and why the caps I used to find that was sort of scorched underneath the top because, of course, as you get older, and I ain't had to get in my late teens, I mean about 12, um, I, I, I realized they cooked the dope in a cap, they light it with a lighter or a cigarette match, and they melt it down to a liquid and put the needle syringe and they pull it up in a rubber band or a hose on their arm and they shoot the dope. It was a popular drug in, in the 60s and the 70s. That's what your father was doing? Yeah. And part of that shot out his kidneys, bad living, drinking, and he died at 56, 57. And uh, my mother never reached 60 either. And so I have two parents that's been dead nine years, one, 10 years, father, um, that had the opposite of lifestyle that I had. She got a chance to travel, I took her places. Um, I took her to a place in Bahamas, my place down there. I took her into Miami. And I got a chance to show her outside of Germantown, Sharpneck Street, which she never witnessed before. And so she got a chance to see me be champion. She got a chance to see me uh, beat Trinidad in 2001, and she died in 2003. But I warned over and over, Mom, you got to lose weight. Mom, you got to stop drinking. Mom, you got to stop smoking. Mom, you got to stop drinking. She had a high blood pressure. She's not eating right. She's so heavy anyway. And I, said, you know, I said, it's a short life. It's a death sentence. But it's hard for people to, to break a habit or break uh, the, that disease or that monkey on your back. Um, that really, like, really like, like, like sort of tripped me out because um, I wish that my mother and father would be able to like walk in this big house that um, I gave them a key and they got a big ribbon and they got this or um, dad let's get on a plane which he never been on a plane before I know never uh, we're going to Miami we're going to walk the beach um, uh, that's something I think about often when that time come along because, um, you know, I, I want to be able to show them with life outside of Philadelphia, the neighborhood, um, that I traveled through boxing and seen and witnessed things that if I ain't straightened up, I would have blew it. How proud do you think your parents would be of you? Extremely because someone in the family made it to this level to be able to send three nieces to college and finish. Two nephews to college that's in there now, one at Dell State, the other one at Temple. I got a chance through this and using my sense to do things that wasn't done 
because of the situation. And I got a chance to give my nephews and nieces an opportunity if they do what they're supposed to do every semester that they're being clocked by my financial planner and my business people who writes the checks every month to pay that tuition, no scholarships. That to me says that mom and dad is proud. Just on that, forget the car, forget the house, forget the businesses. Great, you're not wasting your money on rims and a leather jacket and a gold chain. But just to do something of changing a cycle for my family's investment to be able to say, you didn't get a scholarship, times are rough, stuff is dried up, it's not like it used to be, but you got an uncle that's gonna see you through. And so I did. That's important to me. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week and every week sharing long-form interviews on Mondays and shorter, uplifting stories on Thursdays and then trending clips on Fridays. We'd love to hear from you with ratings and reviews. Do you prefer the longer podcast episodes or our shorter ones? I'm excited to get your take. Thanks again.